It's Wednesday, April 26th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden on Tuesday formally announced that he is running for re-election in 2024, asking voters to give him more time to, quote, finish this job, end quote, and extend the run of America's oldest president for another four years. Mr. Biden, who would be 86 at the end of a second term, is betting his first-term legislative achievements and more than 50 years of experience in Washington will count for more than concerns over his age. He's set for a hard-fought struggle to retain the presidency in a bitterly divided nation. Mr. Biden offered a preview of how he plans to navigate the dual roles of president and presidential candidate using a speech to building trades union members to highlight his accomplishments and undercut his GOP rivals, while trying to show voters he remained focused on his day job. In other news, First Republic Bank stock plunged Tuesday after it said depositors withdrew more than $100 billion during last month's crisis, with fears swirling that it could be the third bank to fail after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. The San Francisco bank said late Monday that it was only able to stanch the bleeding after a group of large banks stepped in to save it by depositing $30 billion in uninsured deposits. But investors remained deeply skeptical on what path forward exists for First Republic, either as an independent firm or as an acquisition target. The bank will likely have lower profits for years, and if the bank is bought, any purchase would come with an immediate loss to any buyer. Around the world, armed with machetes, bottles, and rocks, residents in the hilly suburbs of Haiti's capital fought back against encroaching gangs Tuesday, a day after a crowd burned 13 suspected gangsters to death in a gruesome outburst of vigilante violence. Tired of relying on an understaffed police department, scores of men in the Canape Vert neighborhood of Port-au-Prince spent the night on roofs and patrolled entrances of their community blocked with big trucks spray-painted with the words, Down with Gangs. The makeshift brigade is the latest example of growing attempts by Haitians to fight gangs on their own. Earlier this year, People in Port-au-Prince, which has been hit by heavy gang violence, have lynched several suspected gang members. Gang-fueled violence has been consuming the capital and surrounding areas since the July 2021 assassination of President Jovenel Moise. The United Nations estimates that gangs now control up to 80% of Port-au-Prince. Back in the U.S., the ramifications of California's extreme winter and early spring weather continue. Most of Yosemite National Park will be closed to the public starting Friday night as flood concerns awash the region, the park announced Tuesday. Yosemite is expected to remain closed until Wednesday, May 3rd, but could last longer, the National Park Service said in the closure notice. As one storm after another dumped huge amounts of snow in the area, Yosemite was forced to close last month, and remained shut down for over three weeks. More than 15 feet of snow fell in less than a month. While the record snows were a relief in a state plagued by years of severe drought, that much in one season has also raised concerns for weeks now for flooding once the snow starts to melt, creating something of a dripping time bomb. And a Japanese company's spacecraft apparently crashed while attempting to land on the moon Wednesday morning, losing contact moments before touchdown and sending flight controllers scrambling to figure out what happened. 
More than six hours after the communication ceased, the Tokyo company iSpace finally confirmed what everyone had suspected, saying there was a high probability that the lander had slammed into the moon. It was a disappointing setback for iSpace, which after a four-and-a-half-month mission had been on the verge of doing what only three countries have done, successfully land a spacecraft on the moon. Takeshi Hakamada, founder and CEO of iSpace, held out hope even after contact was lost. If all had gone well, iSpace would have been the first private business to pull off a lunar landing. Mr. Hakamada vowed to try again, saying a second moonshot is already in the works for next year. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.